0: what up chat fam it's one of your co-hosts jere here again with our friend rose continuing from where we left off and questioning the structures that be giving out that comfortable critique and taking our little magnifying glass and pointing out the flaws we see thinking radically is not easy and i am personally grateful i can work through it all here in the chat with rose and with you listener if you have anything to add to this convo or would like to start a convo of your own dreaming, DM us at Art Theater on Instagram and or leave us a little voice message on Inker FM. All right, let's go. I cannot think of a time during school in a play where I had 15 minutes with not the director, and not anyone else who doing anything else, like a dedicated person that was just there to be like, so how are you? How are your studies? Do you need any adjustments? How's this rehearsal schedule working for you? Has anything happened that you need to like discuss? Like, like any offensive thing, a, a violent assault or anything like that, like, I don't have a place to put that. Especially if a, it's a director, like a director's pissed off, has wasted my time through for a whole entire rehearsal. Now I'm, I have, I'm, we're staying later than I thought. I'm behind on my homework now. Like
1: they're just allowed to do that.
0: Why? <laughs> you know?
1: Well, because, right. Because I'm even thinking in those circumstances, like in those variables, how do you even find someone who like, is because it's more than just asking the questions, right? It's like being about, what it is like we're talking about here and like do you know what i mean like i i i personally like wouldn't even want just anyone checking in on me like do you know what i mean like it's a whole connection that needs to take place for like vulnerable conversations and openings and revealings can be really like entrusted to Mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm just trying to think like, even in those spaces, like, how could it even? Well, they, would if, to, they would have to need to go out there, would there have to be a
0: way in that there is trust in the fact that something will be done about whatever the fuck we're talking about? That's not just going yeah. into a void to not exactly.
1: be exactly because I've been in shows where they took feedback and people definitely we, we gave them feedback. and Did it change anything next season? Absolutely not.
0: That's the thing, that's the thing.
1: So it's like. I just, I I don't, I don't want anyone, I want there to be like some clarity on like, you know, there are definitely orgs having people do the check-ins, I think, right? And like get feedback and like, and that's not quite it either. Like that's not it. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like, that's what comes to my mind. Like, I, I don't, I don't know if you can have those practices really even mean much when the whole process is kind of so like um, assembly line like that.
0: Yeah, I'd say I get excited or hopeful of that with my theater company because they've established, shown me multiple times over and over again that I'm included, supported, valued. So I do have an understanding already and if I chose to check in or get feedback one that I can upon my own, like my own desire to not more, not so much like a scheduled, like, this is the time slot to do this. Like at any time I can reach out to any of them and have a discussion about, and and they value what I have to say. Like they've already shown me multiple times in different scenarios that they value what I have to say, that they are listening to me. It's not in this just dedicated time, but that in this dedicated time, I can, we can specifically have, a discourse about this specific thing and i could have as many of those as i want to you know it's more about like the setup is more about uh privacy and being vulnerable and being safe like if this isn't something you want to share with the whole group then you can share it with someone and a moderator as well like someone to mediate too but like all of that is connected to the fact that i know i can say a plethora of things with the group and still be heard and valued and taken care of and supported. So, that, yeah, those feedback sessions can't be the only means of communicating. Mm-hmm. Like, there should be, because everyone needs these, multiple ways of communicating. Multiple ways of asking for something that's needed, multiple ways of receiving resources, receiving support, because different people need different things at different times. And those, those different ways, different methods should all be available to them.
1: Mm-hmm. And in kind of accommodating, you know, like that's starting to sound like radical, right? Like that's like supposedly radical to, ha- to accommodate as much As you can, or as much as needs. Yeah. Yeah, I think that accommodating is a
0: great word because when I think of who's most accommodated in other spaces I've been in that aren't as radical or progressive, it's mostly the director, director slash professor, the one who has the quote unquote most power in the room. And we are all being asked, actually, it's demanded that we accommodate in various degrees of that. But also the word accommodate has a very underlying master servant kind of connotation, too. Unfortunately, so. But it's like it's a great verb to use for anyone, anyone that would need help. Like, yes, we can accommodate you. But like
1: the subservience kind of facet to it given like honestly yeah. like culturally culturally and politically
0: yeah and i think the whole issue with that honestly having that connotation is like being of service to someone is seen as being weak or being manipulated or and it's so powerful to be of service to someone and oh so God. necessary like why aren't we wanting to be more service to each other to ourselves. That part, my love language is acts of service. What if
1: we (laughs) accommodate?
0: Yeah, it's all connected with that, like.
1: Yeah, and you know, because my love language is acts of service, like I've recently really come to like understand like how much that has to do with showing myself love. And um, that's been really radically impactful and really good for me. It's like, okay, acts of service for myself. But I've had a hard time even <laughs> embracing what is my natural love language for myself, right? Because of like work and the, and the kind of everything that comes with like work. And I've always had such a bad relationship with anything like work related, anything mandatory, anything required, anything <laughs> like, that I didn't choose to do and someone's telling me to do. So acts of service, like, one of the, like, parts of my socialization and difficulties in embracing service was, like, my difficult relationship with work, you know, and, like, um, performing things that I had to do, that someone was making me do. I didn't want to do it. And it, it started taking on a lot of psychological weight, emotional weight, like, like work. And I have such a different relationship with work now, but shoot, even in college, I thought I was kind of free because now I was like so uninhibited to create work that I wanted to make. But even then, like the restlessness was very limiting on exactly how deep my service could go for the people that I did want to serve
0: it's wild that <laughs> like I feel so similarly and I was just like it's wild that there's like a copy paste sort of freedom that more institutional creative spaces try to offer like you be the most self you can be and like all this stuff and like we do great things and expansive things ourselves with the resources that we're given but it's just like How much
1: freedom really is in those spaces? Really, really though. And I'm of the school of thought and I'm like, philosophically speaking, I like a a lot of different principles. And, but I think because of that, it makes me more Taoist anyway, because I'm always like, everything is situational. (laughs) Um, And like, you know, what is needed is, you know, in response and conversation with what is, you know, and I'm of the school of thought that, everything like does have a purpose and it's how I bring the optimism out of me because I am an optimist but I also think like radicalizing is a very dangerous line to cynicism nihilism all of the isms that make you want to just rebuke society (laughs) and exile yourself or everyone else but yeah I feel like with those suspicions, it's like, if they could be embraced, you know? And if we could just kind of tell more of the truth of like what we're actually doing here so that what you can actually do can actually be done. Because if we're spending our time (laughs) pretending to do something else, the things that you can do, when are we ever gonna get to that?
0: Exactly. Like, yeah. And I don't wanna give too much power to the suspicions like it would be a lie if i didn't if i didn't say it would be a lie if i said that my time at my school didn't change my life like absolutely my life has been changed for the better <laughs> um, and i think i think the whole thing about yes radical yes being more radical can lead you to be a cynic absolutely there are times when I, I are, am either a cynic or uh, the radical folks that I even disagree with. I'm like, damn, what you just said made me just think that there's no hope at all. Cool, great, <laughs> um, but I think that it's like I think I think being more radical is allowing me to challenge. The things that are in my way as far as growing and expanding and taking claim over what is mine or what is ours, like and and checking myself to make to not like make sure I'm not connected to all the isms in the world. Like that's hiking impossible, honestly. Um live in a house, wear clothes, I just ordered, got food delivered, like capitalism, hello. But (laughs) it's to, I guess demolish the reverence I used to have for those spaces or wanting to include myself in those spaces and at the same time imagine into and support others into the very possible already happening progressive space and how that's going to benefit not only myself but so many of us not just creative folk just us folk in the world and our perception of the world and how much power we actually have in it because we do like that's the whole thing like it's not to say like i am powerless and these systems exist these systems exist and i we have an immense amount of power creativity creation with such ease with such ease we do when we all feel brave enough safe enough healthy enough to do so (laughs) so I have, because that's the other thing too. It's like uh, being more radical does give me more hope because uh, I was not getting all the things that I needed in those spaces. And being more radical showed me like, oh, wait a minute, it's not just fucking me. It's a lot of people. I wonder why it's a lot of people. Oh, maybe it's because this thing is this thing. This thing does this thing this way. And this one way, or maybe top max three ways. (laughs) does not serve everyone and we are like crimping and cramping and shrinking and and shriveling up to fit it and be radical says hey here's a window how would you climb out of that space let's go play outside
1: <laughs> what If everything is a bowl of jello and all you gotta do is just mush yourself in baby
0: just munch relax the jaw as roses does relax your jaw and start munching
1: (laughs) relax the jaw y'all and perk up those tongues perk up the tongue and it will perk up your face but you didn't know that (laughs) Uh (laughs) because um you know faces are most alive when they're talking because that's when you use most of your muscles but most of your muscles are in your tongue Follow us at art at Theater School. A <laughs> hey.
0: I could go in a certain direction with tongue exercises, but that's it here nor there.
1: Okay. I, I wrote something down while you're speaking earlier because I was like, oh, this is really making me think about this fucking conversation of giving the people what they want versus giving the people systems of mass consumption. And how much agency did we have in picking any of this? And how much do they love to say that we do in terms of like, even these award shows, the award shows are such a fucking case in point exhibit A. If we ever needed any counterintelligence, it's right here, you know, it's looking at how this is structured. This is like awards that are meant to raise people's status in our eyes, but it's given by a very certain select amount of people Who make their vote thinking about what they think everyone else likes and they think that that is giving what everyone wants slash likes so if we're tracking this flow chart y'all we're seeing where there's some weird mix-up happening there's a mix-up people are confusing making decisions for other people with knowing what other people need slash want yeah um
0: i fucking hate award shows i really fucking do i hated them i've hated them for a while now it just only gets amplified the more radical i become (laughs) but everything that you're saying i'm like it's just one of those things that no one really like questions why it's there and then when you question why it's there, you find an answer because there is an answer. And then you have to realize that, yeah, it doesn't have anything to do about your opinion about these films.
1: Honestly, here's a challenge. Try to give, and this is an honest challenge, Joe. I'm challenging you and me both to come up with a non-pretentious, genuine answer for why award shows are...
0: <laughs> why award shows important? are important
1: valuable um yeah important or valuable award shows uh depends on what important and valuable mean to us yeah and the but premise, if- folks i'm so sorry the premise the premise here is that i think it's impossible to give an answer in defense of award shows yeah. that doesn't sound pretentious but like just let's try because <laughs>
0: I know the reasoning behind its creation and to those people it would be deemed important and valuable because
1: people need competition to thrive, quote unquote. Uh,
0: basically, not to thrive, but for an industry to exist.
1: Right, but that's that's cringy, like that that's pretentious.
0: It's no yeah, I don't I don't agree with it. No, but, but I'm
1: like, is there a way to is is there no. any is there any justification that isn't based on like some kind of like status or
0: no because it all has to do with who's included and who's excluded and you're supposed to have your you are given who has been included and has been excluded even with the nominees let alone who actually wins and it's supposed to form your opinion about something as fucking subjective as art <laughs> supposed to like give a consensus about how someone's supposed to feel about a piece of art
1: right and if if anything it gives people this fucking benchmark to then like sell stuff in reference to it so that's really like the gag here like that's really the
0: gig the gag Uh, okay listener if you haven't watched bojack horseman i need you to i need you to brace yourself if you do choose to because it is not it's a fun time, but it's a sad time. It's a good time, but it's a sad time. But that show really woke me up to the politics behind award shows. Like if people knew that has damn near the least to do regarding merit or talent or innovation it has more to do with who's knows who, who paid off, what, who got seen where, who are the kids paying attention to? like. That is more so what it is than like- stocks,
1: you know, Because at the pinnacle of every capitalist industry is it's all like stocks. I mean, stocks is almost like the meta of every industry, but it's basically like, what artists do we want to swap around the market this year? Who do we want to be putting on the covers? Who do we want to be selling more pictures of? Who do we want to be seeing around us more? Like
0: mm-hmm. they're
1: trading- right like I just wanted to bring that pattern up of like it, they're determining what they want to market that year
0: that's super important and valuable like yes stock <laughs> your I hate that I'm about to say the sentence but as an actor whatever in the film industry you become nominated your your pay rate is supposed to
1: go up like it's all <laughs> as do the magazines like if you get someone who's nominated on your cover yeah. you, you automatically you you get to charge you your stocks for how much you get your ads for it all goes up it's a business like oh. they and it's the ringleaders these are all ringleader businesses these are all mafia ass businesses <laughs> like yeah. they all like make these decisions together in terms of like yeah who do we want to make money off of
0: who do we want to make money off of and like not to give any real Hats on the back high fives to netflix and all of that but if everyone can recall i mean like they were trying to keep netflix out of the award season they were trying really hard really really fucking hard because what you're saying rose that money flow was going to the same groups of people and then this fucking new group of people it's trying to get it on the money flow you're not supposed to matter you're a streaming service duh, duh, duh. if you look it up you can see a whole bunch of things I Believe spielberg yeah spielberg was like no duh, duh, duh. like netflix can't be in theaters netflix can't be valued nice directing stuff for apple to be streamed what happened to that spielberg oh <laughs> anyway um yeah it's just like and all of this is like so much is happening especially because of the pandemic like
1: there's a surplus of streaming services and different and money things. loves money money loves money so what's gonna happen to netflix like and what happened with steven Spielberg and apple like they all become friends yeah and money become friends.
0: everybody wants to be jeff bezos okay if you are a capitalist you want to be Jeff Bezos. That means... Hey,
1: no one wants to admit that, though, about being a capitalist. Like, that's the end game. If you're a capitalist, like, that's the end game is Jeff Bezos. And it's like...
0: What? <laughs> like, And then for what? Like, damn. Like, uh, we you had quoted me on this. You'd quoted me on this in the previous episode, Rose, about me not wanting to be in negotiation about whether or not what I'm doing is worth it, right? Ah, you got to be fucking lying to me. like trying to play me honestly to make me think that once I get this gold trophy in my hand, if it's even real gold, whatever, that's worth all the lies I had to tell myself to get here. (laughs) All the compromises I had to tell myself to get here, all the friendships I lost out on, all the money I spent. Like there's this like (laughs) TikTok I have saved of one actress who's on she's on some cw show but she's on the tiktok and you know you and you can make a tiktok to reply to a comment and someone was like aren't you rich and she was like i would be if i didn't have to pay and she spends the entire rest of the tiktok talking about all the people she has to pay all the people that work on her team and she's she gets this lump sum right that goes to publicists. Da, 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 social media manager, makeup person, uh, uh, wardrobe stylist, um, all travel, healthcare, feeding <laughs> yourself, paying rent, <laughs> paying rent in multiple places, putting deposits down in multiple places because she has to travel all the time. Like the list went on and on. And it was just like, and I I don't this actress isn't quote unquote, a list. I don't know her by name. I don't really remember her face, but she's in the game she's <laughs> she's in there wanting to be successful and like i don't wish any ill or i'm like i'm not mad at her or like trying to make fun of or like anything like that it's like looking at how much you have to sacrifice to even be in the that ring yeah me being a black queer not at all any type of even <laughs> financially stable really out here we trying but like i'm not wealthy i'm not even i'm not even middle class i don't i've never been (laughs) i've never been the more privileged you are the more risk you're able to take to even be in the ring in the ring that doesn't necessarily even serve like the costs costs don't necessarily outweigh what you get
1: right and it's it's y'all it's like if you make up your heart to like pursue that, then that's how you, you know, like that's you. And like, if you're a person of the global majority, I wish you all the best, honestly. Absolutely. It's just a cautionary tale. And it's really just like really spreading the message cause it's not spread enough that like you don't have to. And to like, really like, it sucks, right? It sucks trying to like prove with your existence to some extent that like alternatives are possible. Hello, I would say
0: like adjustments are possible, you know. Like with all the things that she listed, I'm like, so who, as your like manager of your career, told you you had to do all of this right now? Like having you do all of this, like for me to not even like know your name or recognize you and your like contracts and things, will people think they have to do to even be a part of like a show
1: but I would say that on some level they have to like that is the game yeah mm-hmm. you have to get like if me if someone came to you know one of my office hours at are at theater school I was like okay am i am actually trying to break into the industry like what's my next step I'll be like okay if that's what you want to do I all I have to say is you need representation you need management you need people who can get you like just better deals on better jobs and once you get management and representation, that's the whole fucking ball. That's the whole fucking ball that unravels into stylist, wardrobe, publicist, social media manager. You book one gig that's like maybe like a you know guest star, on or or even like a really steady like um extra thing. You you could start to put together a team, and that's what you have to do to start being able to quote unquote scale, which just means you're able to do more with more capital. <laughs> So if you have more people, then you can go after more jobs. And you have it frees you have to do other things to continue to like you know, audition, 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 get seen, get seen, get seen, tape, 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 tape. and then finally you book another gig. Yes, and now like blah 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 blah, hey, huh. and we need alternatives to that because yeah, it's fucking soul sucking. and even be to- the only
0: option, and like I know it's not, like it's so there's, and also in like. Like, yes, all that you just said and all that we know about the industry, right? But like, (laughs) there's a certain level of vagueness and like, not only misinformation, but like, uh, what's the word? Keeping of information about what you can say no to. What you actually need at this point. Exactly. You can take a break or take a hiatus or say no, I don't want to do that. But it it is what you're saying, like,
1: no, but it's hard. momentum.
0: There's a momentum.
1: Right. And that's why it's hard to take a break. Like, you know, that if you're out of the game and you're not going out to functions and your management's not like putting you out there to see people for like even three months, that's a whole quarter. No one's talking about you. And, you know, there's other people that have been seen and it's a whole there's so many ways to do this, you know. And that should not be confused with freedom of pursuing your dream, like because the values don't change. So then, basically, like what you're going after, like that sets the tone. You know, it depends on what you want. If what you want is that, then that's it, you know, and like that is gonna get you fame and money and status. Yeah, that is like, I don't, I definitely see that. (laughs) We see it all the time, but. In terms of like, does it have to be the only way to find freedom and, you know, contribute to like a legacy of freedom? No, like, you know, raising the glass ceiling is not the only way for us to transform our, our futures and our like future generations futures. And in, we've this whole podcast stands on probably the f- belief that so much actually happens, you know, not anywhere near the ceiling, but like on the freaking ground. Um. Mm-hmm. And it's really tough. It's really tough to be out here in LA and really be commingling with, you know, people who are industry adjacent fully. Yeah. In. Because this no. thing is, is like, like, here's what I find so repulsive about it most of all is the people who are in the industry or even industry adjacent or even like related to it or know how it works you start to enforce and reinforce how it works. You start to even like it, but you definitely protect it because that's what you know of how you made it into this system. Mm -hmm. And so now anyone else that's trying to come in a different way or do things another way, that is an antagonistic force now, you know, to what you know and believe and what has worked for you. And Mm -hmm. the problem is there's all these people who feel like the system is working for them. Mm -hmm. And- that's what I find most repulsive is like, yeah, let me become the gatekeeper too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And not the person actually becoming that, but the way that these systems work being repulsive in that, I don't know how much control you have over even noticing how much of you've become that person until you've already become a person, you,
0: you know? Would, you wouldn't have that much control. You just wouldn't. Cause I'm just thinking about, and like I'm imagining it, it, if I were to not, uh, not me uh an earlier me like a few years ago me get a gig that took me to you know a lot of, of wide perception a larger perception a larger public eye more access to more opportunities and all of that There's just like the sort of like ground level of being and if, if you're on the ground level and you are you have been taught, conditioned, encouraged to keep going towards the glass ceiling, using that metaphor, that shit's exhausting. And then, like, if you catch your break, big quotes, you're just like, you don't, I don't think you'd have it in you to like not lean into what is being given and told that it's great. The the thing that you're like, even if it's even if you internally perceive it as like not quite what you thought it was it's like but everyone's around you saying like but you've made it like you've actually done something so like you should be happy you should be content and so even that's not necessarily true you're gonna behave that way you're gonna show that way because like you've spent so much either actual money or actual energy trying to get to that point if that all makes sense
1: it does it absolutely Absolutely does because you know that whole um proverb like your thoughts become your words and your or like and your words become your actions or something like
0: yes that,
1: you know and your actions become character and then your character becomes your destiny yes <laughs> because and... all, like I, what what you do is who you are and what you're becoming mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly
0: exactly so it's like and like Again, the, this is a whole system, a system that has existed for yet decades, centuries. <laughs> it's just been around because it's, it's connected to one that's been around for damn near eons now, it feels. But the industry itself, decades upon decades upon decades of people, like the whole thing that I was going to say about award shows existing is that back when they were trying to make Hollywood a thing and moving to California and turning into a film center, they had to make film be important. They had the people who were like investing in the industry at the time had to make film be important for the entire country, had to convey that there was something going on over here that because you're over there, you don't know anything really about, but it's worth your interest. It's worth paying attention to. This is important. You have to teach people what's important. You have to like demonstrate it time and time again. So they invested all of this money to create this glamorous, luxurious contest. The merits of that were just to say, hey, film is important. Country, you should invest in film. People, you should invest your lives into becoming involved in this industry. So that it like the, an industry has to have a start somewhere. Film is, film is happening. A lot of people, uh, also that too, not a lot of people had access to creating film. So it's like, there's plenty of things that people are involved with right now that I have no access to, but I'm not interested in. <laughs> it's gonna stay over there and I'm probably never gonna perceive it. I have no interest in. I have no interest in hunting. I have no interest in, uh, like, woodworking is cool. I'm not necessarily wanting to be a woodworker, like you know. But like, there's tools. There's a whole like, there's a lot going on over there. I'm just not paying attention to it. How do you make a thing be important to so many people that aren't involved in the industry that aren't making something? How do you make that important to them? How do you how do you make them consumers?
1: Propaganda. Just Propaganda. Like- just like milk y'all. Just like milk. Just like milk. The backstory of milk. Exactly. Just like That's milk. Staple Because of propaganda.
0: Propaganda.
1: That's why stories and like just those like milk just anything radical militant imagery like shit is important. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to express whether it's graffiti or on your feed or in your stories or in your profile or whatever you, whatever canvas is yours to express yourself on. to to have like chance and like to have recognizable like, imageries that just like can remind you of this like deep wellspring of like context and like purpose, like so powerful, so powerful. Yeah. They done did it to us. We can do it to ourselves. <coughs> <Okay. laughs> in over it i don't fucking know but that's kind of how i see sometimes like when i post stuff sometimes you get existential about it and like why the fuck do i do this and you're like no it's nice for me to see these reminders and like just have it be around me in my everyday life because already in my everyday freaking life there's a bunch of bullshit around so it's like yeah we need to we need to fill up the space that we can with what we want to express and see ourselves yeah
0: that we are just as valuable
1: yeah perception like everything you're saying Joe is so powerful like perception is half of reality i guess or whatever um who knows what the numbers are on that <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, perception is everything yeah. if if we that's why we ha- we all have to be creating you know if we can and are able because otherwise that space is just going to platform mainstream bullshit. So, you know, your sh- everything from your shit posts on Instagram, my loves, to your beautifully crafted story sequences, all necessary, all valid, and all very, very useful, okay? In transforming, I think, you know, wherever you can reach, I guess, right? Yeah,
0: I think that it's okay It's totally okay to dream. It's totally okay to reach. It's totally okay to challenge yourself. And it's not all on you with what obstacles are out there, but definitely knowing that you have so many valuable, necessary things to say, things to share with others or just with yourself already, inherently so. I think there's more that we inherently have amongst ourselves within ourselves and amongst what's very much in our reach or people who are in our reach or resources that are in our reach that we can do a lot of great things with so it's okay to dream it's okay to reach also okay to value and chill chill in a valuable way
1: (laughs) (laughs) and you know in tiny warning right about like you know be careful what you reach for because it, it it will strike back you know that's a mutually that's a mutual energy channel and because yeah to know yourself is a serious power i would wager that there's still so much about myself joe and you that we have yet to still notice about ourselves and we're going to notice whatever those are They're secrets now and they will unfurl in the future but yeah like you know we don't know ourselves all the way never so it, that's exciting, no? <laughs> you, know, you don't know what you'll notice about yourself tomorrow, next year, and that next year with us, you, you happening, whatever it is right now. That's kind of crazy.
0: Exactly. That's the most wild part. It is you now, but also not now.
1: <laughs> We're all astral projecting at a million miles per hour at a million different places, so that none of it is noticeable.
0: Yeah, like super casual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, well, I feel like that's a pretty cool place to bring it to a close.
0: I think so. I think we said a lot of things. I think this is our most, no, that would be a lie because that's subjective, but very ponderful things, very contemplative things. Lots of takeaways of like we be saying stuff, we be saying stuff all the time, but I think today's today's talk, I was doing a lot of thinking.
1: <laughs> Me too. And
0: like, receiving yeah. what you were saying, but well, also what was coming out of my own mouth. Like I'm gonna have, I will be pondering this evening and many nights more probably
1: about what we talked about today. <laughs> same I had such a visceral visceral moment of when I was speaking earlier there was a moment where like you know I just see the continuance of a tunnel I just see the continuance of a tunnel and I'm like oh my gosh I'm about to say stuff that I don't think I've actually even like said out loud yet oh my gosh like that's scary because I could be wrong and I could <laughs> just you know <laughs>
0: You know, I'll be saying so. I'll be right, be fucking wrong. I'll be dead ass wrong about this. I said it though.
1: It's okay. This episode is truly going to have fractured off into yeah, a lot of things to be. It's just it's just scattered now. It's gonna be. I'm gonna be thinking about it for the rest of my life. Casual, real casual. (laughs) Woo. Joe, I had an idea. Every time I upload the episodes to Anchor, their files it'll ask me, like, what season are we on and, like, what episode number? Season? And I... I Season one. Yeah, and I've been just putting putting one in season, right? All right, season one has been, like, climbing. And are we gonna, like, you know, are we gonna have a season two? And, like, if we ever do have another season, then that would imply an end of a season one. And if we have an end of a season one... How can we not go out with a celebration or a bang? And I had another idea about even season two, I feel like whenever the end of season one might be, you know, we call this the group chat, and we've just recently put this the channel, the group chat channel on our discord. dot 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 dot. It's making me think of like having
0: everyone back. Like having a full chat. Because I think, you know, we are all courteous enough to like let each other speak and share. But like usually other podcasts, when they have guests, it's one at a time. If it's two at a time, it's because those two also do a podcast together. So it's like a double date type of thing. But I think if we just have a smattering of people and we talk for however long we talk about whatever we talk about, record it, edit it. Just so people know, like it'd be really cute to have that because like I'm already seeing like the Instagram shot and it's like all these pictures <laughs> of everyone who was there. Like to make people know, like, yeah, everyone can be here. The the group chat. Yeah, i
1: here. What are you waiting for? Yeah, come on, <laughs> come hang out with us! Come on. <laughs> me too because I'm, I'm now that's making me think of just people coming in and out too you know like you don't have to be there the yeah. whole time that we're here we're just here <laughs> you don't have to be here like that you could just come in and out I, mean, I think that'd be cool
0: it also would mirror it also would mirror that New Year's Eve celebration too <laughs> so we have to play Mafia but it just felt I, it on a personal note that would mirror a lot of of this time with you a lot in doing
1: that, <laughs> yes, see y'all. This is exciting. We are your consistent cuties. We've been at <laughs> this every week, baby.
0: I want consistent cutie on a shirt today. Yesterday,
1: consistent oh my God. Cutie? are you kidding me? Okay, that's a shirt. That's a shirt. We're gonna have don't nobody steal that.
0: <laughs> Come um, collaborate on it if you really want to. literally
1: no let's have a shirt for our podcast We call it consistent cutie
0: yes wait that's
1: so cute that's That's (laughs) yes with ideas oh
0: yeah a fountain a fountain i'm gonna finish this burrito
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna catch a break until my next zoom thing (laughs) Lovely speaking with you, Joe. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: I will see you tomorrow in the
1: park because we're rehearsing for something at the park. Yeah, you should come see it when it's finished. Oh my god, this is probably going to be so annoying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're right in their ear, too. As listener, I'm sorry. We're so <laughs> Excuse us. We're going to go. We're
1: just going <laughs> to
0: we'll be here next
1: week same same time same place all right all right bye y'all bye